Can I kick off this hour with something I have absolutely adored in entertainment this week? Yeah. Jody's Friday favorite. Okay. Earlier in the week, season 11 of The Voice kicked off. Mm. And it's a new panel. And I mainly, look, I'm one of these people. I mainly are, I'm there for the blind auditions. Once they start competing, I'm not, as my heart's not in it as much. And that's yeah. okay. So I love blind auditions. We had a Monday and Tuesday night this week. And... The new coaching panel is, well, Adam Levine, of course, Blake Blake Shelton on the other end. Their rivalry is as strong as ever. In the middle, you've got Miley Cyrus and Alicia Keys. And everybody thought Miley was going to be the big, oh, wow, of the week. And she's not. Alicia Keys, more people, when she turns for them, choose her. She's built a strong team already. You know, you got it or you don't got it, and you got it. And I'm really, really, really proud you, man. Everybody wants Alicia. I would want to be on Alicia's team. And she was doing that, her no makeup thing, which is lovely and brave and bold. She's made this personal choice for herself that she's not wearing a bunch of makeup anymore. I'd probably probably go sit in the chair with her. Not creepy at all. Um, Blake was ever as, you know, competitive whenever they were fighting for this one contestant. And you thought, I, we all thought they were going to go for Alicia. They seemed to have chemistry with her and am- admired her. Then Blake got her, got this contestant instead of Alicia. And Blake went right in front of her chair and, and did this. This coach is on fire. <laughs> that was so fun, but not my favorite moment. Oh, I know what your favorite moment is. Favorite moment. And Murphy missed this. So here you go. From the blind auditions this week. There was a young crooner who came out and started singing some tunes, yeah. and Adam Levine was one of the ones to turn around for him. And then after it, you know, there, well, well, the kids deciding what to do. Adam goes up with a microphone and, and says, "Look, let me tell you how to do this kind of stuff. You got to do it more easy. You got to relax." And he How's did this it. Lovely crowd doing. You guys good? I'm doing good. Someday. Adam Levine. Wow, that's good. When the world is cold, I will feel a glow just thinking of you. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. And the way you look tonight. Pass the scotch. <laughs> he went into it. Now, that he gave the mic to the contestant, Riley, for the other the rest of it, but he can just about, he can croon, I'm mm-hmm. telling you. And, and that so was, did he wind up on Adam's team? Yes, he did. Smart kid. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. Coming up later this hour, got your family-friendly box office review. And next, in our 24-hour voicemail, a professor wants to weigh in on this helicopter parenting thing. 877-310-4MSJ. It's a fun Friday, and we have covered it all this week. Okay, Alicia Keys with no makeup, helicopter parenting, how to live with a relative, all of that. Go grab it. Even Brangelina. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Did I say it right? Brangelina? Yeah, it's Brangelina. I've yeah, not li- for long, though. I've never liked the me- the melding of two names. That's why I don't well, do it. Well, neither did Angelina. <laughs> <laughs> you may get anything you may have missed online. You can subscribe to the podcast or go check it out. MurphySamAndJody.com And also, when we cover all this stuff, we oftentimes, later in the day... Uh, get voicemail and we love to hear from you you can reach out anytime 877-310-4msj murphy sam and jody 24-hour voicemail concerning helicopter parenting the problem i have as a college professor is some of these helicopter parents are still involved and the kids are in their freshman sophomore year of college that yeah (laughs) mommy doesn't need to come to, to school with you and you're big enough at that point to handle your own decisions. Mommy doesn't need to call me. Mm. 
about your test. Thanks. Wow. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, my mama mommy. was still calling people when I was in my 20s. And I was fine with it. <laughs> what? Who was she calling? Murphy. Well, she called Sam one time to say I wouldn't be into work. Remember oh, that, Oh, yeah, well, that was a serious medical issue. Oh, well, that's true. That was a, a, a night overdone. Yeah. Well, that's it's, not the same thing as helicopter. I wonder where Murphy is that this a, morning. That was a heads up. That's not calling to say, don't treat Murphy this way. <laughs> that's not the same thing. God, you know, this makes me wonder, well, this... The parenting helicopter helicopter parenting thing becomes such an epi- epidemic that it is, one day we'll have grandparent helicoptering. I don't know. I think by the time you become a grandparent, you learn. Yeah, yeah. You're back off. Don't man. coddle there. Yeah, <laughs> don't care anymore. <laughs> All right, look, we love having you along. Call us, text, leave a voicemail, uh, subscribe to the podcast. There's so many ways to get us, even on Facebook, Murphy Sam and Jody Coming up with Murphy Sam and Jody. I don't know if you noticed, Sam, but Murphy has something weird on his face today, and he's <laughs> it's right over here. Do you see <laughs> that? <laughs> anyway, why he thinks I'm weird for what I thought he should put on it. That's coming up. Sam, did you hear what he just asked me? Where Murphy just asked me about his face? About something on his mouth, huh? Yeah. His lip? Do you have anything I can put on this? Well, you- what I mean by this... Was that a pickup line? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, baby. No, ever since I've had the sort of the stubby looking beard thing or whatever, I guess yeah. there's an area that gets irritated right above my lip. And it's below. Oh, yeah, below. Above, <laughs> below. Uh, yeah, and so, you have a little and it's dry bothering me. Skin it's it, chafing. Is it chafing or chafing? Chafing. It's chafing. Right. It's a chafing dish. It's chafing on the, or is it a chafing dish? It's a chafing, chafing dish. dish. All right, it's, it's all chafing. Shaving your face, and now no, it's you, chafing. Stop. <laughs> okay. Anyway, he asked me this last night at the house uh-huh. in the bathroom in our bathroom together. What can I put on this? And my answer: I'm sorry. I know you thought this was weird, and country girl, but my answer was. Aloe vera. Go break have, off a piece of the aloe vera plant. We have a yeah. ton of aloe vera plants around the house that used to be my grandmother's, and they're beautiful, but there's there's plenty. Yeah. Break it off, and that's what I said. And he looked at me like I had a third eyeball. Is that a Mr. Or, Safety issue? He I don't know. No, I was have you never do done that? And I had, well, I was going to head out there and do that. I don't know if I got distracted by your mom who was in there, <laughs> or, you know, if, if it was. Like I had to take the dogs out. I don't remember what I, I completely Maybe, forgot about it. Regardless, but you you didn't put anything on it, and now you've got this. I know, it's bothering me. He's it's got just, a shafe. It's an irritated patch. For someone looking at me, it would look like I ate toast this morning and left a crumb. It looks like a little it. bit of a milk mustache yeah. Yeah. on below. Yeah, any kind of lotion should help that, huh? Yes, but I like aloe vera, and we also have like aquaphor in the bathroom, and I remind you of that, too, so you just forgot. But I would put a little bit. Don't put so much that it's like you shine <laughs> in. Well, I'm kind of stuck for this morning. There's nothing here that I can put on it. Yeah, I didn't bring an aloe vera plant to work, but maybe I should. <laughs> I got some of my cucumber melon lotion over Boom. here. Oh, thank you, Sam. Best girlfriend to the rescue. Yeah. Coming up next. Murphy, Sam, Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Two new movies out today. <laughs> one's for the kiddos and one's for everybody else, including Denzel Washington, which always works. There you go. That's one for Jody, then, for sure. That's next. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Are you ready for this? I could not believe that this was already here. I'm super excited about it, Sam. This is a dude's movie for today if we've ever had one all year long. Okay? Anton Fuqua, who has brought us The Equalizer and Training Day, is bringing us the remake, the modern-day remake, The Magnificent Seven. I have need of a man with your qualifications. I'm not for sale. I'm a duly sworn warrant officer. We need your help. We're decent people being driven from our homes. So you seek revenge? I seek righteousness, but I'll take revenge. 
Woo! Did you recognize some of those voices? I, there? I was trying really Warming hard. Up and I in here. Denzel. Denzel oh, Washington. Yeah. What? Chris Pratt's in this one Chris too. Chris Pratt in this too. Ethan Hawke, who is also fabulous. Vincent D'Onofrio. This is huge. Now the it's a remake of the 1960 Western. The uh, Magnificent Seven, which was also a remake of a 1954 <laughs> Japanese film, Seven Samurai. Did yeah. you guys know that? Anyway, yeah, is I've heard the name of the movie, but I don't remember who was in the original. Was that like a John Wayne type movie? Or? I don't even remember. No, something I don't know. for us to all look up. Yeah. But I mean, that was actually not just back in the day. That was back before the day. Yeah, something. Maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe older westerns were. Maybe I just didn't experience enough of them. I definitely watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly with my dad when I was a little girl. My grandmother was all about yeah. westerns. She loved them. But the westerns now seem to really bring it. Don't even get me started on how much I love Tombstone. You know that, how much I love that movie. I think the westerns today are more violent and yeah, more they are. realistic. As opposed to, you know, the old westerns, you shoot them and they grab Fall their belly the and go, ah! And you never see anything. Whereas nowadays, yeah. you know, Quentin Tarantino does it. There's yeah, blood everywhere. I don't like that. I don't want that over the top. But wait, I mean, the storytelling is fabulous. And don't even get me started on how good Denzel Washington is in everything he does. Nobody else needs to even be in the scene. We also have an animated movie that looks absolutely precious. It's called Stork. I'm getting out of babies and into package delivery. Tula? What is that? It's a baby. Okay, it's about storks have moved on from delivering babies to packages, but then a baby order appears and somebody has to, you know, scramble to fix the error and Mm -hmm. deliver a bundle of joy. The voices here, Andy Samberg, Jennifer Aniston, Kelsey Grammer, some of the ones you'll recognize. The reviews I've read on this one say it's really good for kids. It looks sweet Uh, in the family. Magnificent 7 is PG-13 and Storks is rated PG. Family-friendly box office review. Coming up next, ladies, if it's difficult for you, it's a pain to buy jeans. I've got the best ever story about a woman buying jeans. Coming up next. When you are a woman and you have been shopping for yourself for years, you know by the way something looks hanging if it's yours. And then you still have to take a chance on it oftentimes in the dressing room. And I have never done this with jeans Ever in this, in fact, of all the things that women have to buy and wear, producer Emily might agree. Blue jeans, and I love to wear blue jeans, especially dark blue jeans that look like you can dress them up. I love that. Put a little heel with it, go out with your friends, whatever. I've always loved those. It's not just a country girl thing. And I normally would never buy jeans without trying them on, ever, because that's, you know, they can feel a way that ruins your whole day. See, I've been, I've bought jeans before. You try them on, they feel great. And you come back whenever, six months later to buy like the same pair, Mm -hmm. same cut, same everything from the same store. And it doesn't even fit the different. same. You think it's your body or the, no, the it's, manufacturer? It's just the, whoever was making the jeans that day. It's it yeah, it. sort of an irregularity. Yeah. Let me tell you what happened the other day. This is so crazy. I never would have thought. I was in a hurry. I was shopping. I was at a department store picking up something for the girls, our girls that needed stuff. Okay, so I was in a hurry. I saw these jeans hanging up. I saw a dark pair, a pretty dark pair, and then a black pair. And I'm like, they look like me. They look like they would fit me. And I'm in a hurry. But they're on sale. Let me just buy them. I know my size. Let me just buy them. And I'll leave the tags and I'll keep my receipt. I got them home. I cannot believe that I got them on sale, that they're this pretty and they feel amazing. But that's not the ma- the amazing part. They are Jennifer Lopez brand jeans. Oh, no. Hmm. We all know that. know that she's my spirit animal. Oh, and I love she, her. They make you look like J-Lo? Oh, no. 
Well, look, really? Jenny already looks like J-Lo to me anyway. Just oh. the red-headed version. Okay, that's pushing it too, yeah. way too far. But I mean you know it. how much I love her? I don't know. I just What have, are the chances? What are the chances? I didn't even see the tag. And that they're actually good. You know how sometimes when that celebrity stuff comes out, you're like, oh, give me a break. No, the waist is where it should be. They fit me like a glove. They they weren't expensive. Yeah. They were on discount and they feel fabulous. Jennifer Lopez, I love you. <laughs> I love you. You're my favorite. Oh, are you going to go see her in Vegas tonight? Um, <laughs> Not on the plan for tonight. Oh, man, because you could wear your jeans. If I do go see her, I'm going to wear my J-Lo jeans. Anyway, that doesn't happen for women. That does not happen that you, you know, it just all works out and you don't buy jeans without trying them on and it works. Yeah. It's crazy. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. People Magazine has the story, and it's a moment of civility between Brad and Angelina. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I think it's safe to say for a long time, and right now especially, you're going to be seeing a lot of Brad and Angelina on the cover of magazines. Us Weekly, People, the new one that's coming out today, says the real story, why she left. You know, I know that... That's what we keep hearing, and there's a whole lot, and there's going to be, because they're such a huge international couple, mm-hmm. were, that it's going to get this kind of tabloid attention and entertainment reporting attention. Can you I mean, imagine the worst thing you've ever gone through, getting that much attention? No, and I don't, no. I don't even, I've been, <laughs> the details are just kind of confusing to me at this point. How do you feel about it, Jody? I said this the other day, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sad because they had so many children, right. and that's going to be crazy for them, but they already have a very different life than most children anyway. Sad for them. I'm sad anytime a marriage doesn't work out when people love each other. They're going to be in each other's lives forever. But I was not in love with them as a couple. Really? You know, I found, I know she's a wonderful humanitarian and she's a great, she's wonderful. She's done wonderful things in the world, but I always had had, had trouble knowing her. Yeah. She's kind of hard to know with the, the vials of blood around the neck and collection of knives and things. She was just a little hard to know. So you're saying he should have stay, stayed with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I yeah, didn't like the say rest of that. America, right? uh-huh. No, I didn't say that because I like Jennifer Aniston's husband, Justin Thoreau, and I think they're good together. Yeah. One of the stories being put out, and you can read all about it on People.com and People Today, is that... <laughs> Whenever she decided this is what that she wanted, a divorce Angelina. days ago, yeah, she sat down with him and offered for them to file together. She said, this is what I want to do. She explained everything about why they've been having trouble for a while. You know, they only got married two years ago. They've been together for 12 years, but they only got married oh, two years ago. I forgot about that. You're right. So right. she says, this is what I want. And apparently he was just wrecked to hear it. She says, this is what I feel like needs to happen, but let's do it together. And he was like, no. He was kind of blindsided by it and and apparently, you know, not happy about it. He wanted it to be done differently. But she said, okay, if he's not going to play with me or do it with me, I'm going to just do it. Meaning he doesn't want to get a divorce? Apparently he didn't want a divorce ah. is what we're hearing. So maybe they're he gonna wanted work on to it. work things out. The word the word is he had gone to counseling to work on some of his issues. Gotcha. If the women of the world can imagine that he has issues, and I of course he can <laughs> have issues. Everybody does. Of yeah. course. Right. Not what, Brad Pitt. What people show you and what they really are like to live with, we know very different. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I got a Friday favorite coming up uh, just after uh, 7 o'clock. Jody, actually, even though it's my Friday favorite, this is more for you. My gift to you on Friday. Really? So Sam's Friday favorite is a gift to Jody? Yes. Get up, get on up, get up, get on up. 
And since it is Friday, Friday's romantic, crazy, busy anyway, ah. uh, we make it easy for you to catch anything you might have missed here at Murphy, Sam, and Jody with the podcast, which you can subscribe to on iTunes or Google Play, download the free app, whatever. You know what? You can listen at 2 in the morning if you want. You can... I guess you can pick really any day or time. That's kind of the way it you works. You can listen at 2 in the morning on a Saturday. You know when it's time for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, check it all out. Everything that you need to know to make it work on your schedule is at murphysamandjody.com. Uh, you know, Fridays, we also do Friday favorites. Sam's up now. I uh, can't switch. Okay. Well, Jody, this is kind of, even though it's mine, it's kind of for you because the first time I saw this video and heard mm-hmm. the song, I thought, ah, Jody would love this. Really? Yeah. And I've been holding on to it all week to, to, for Friday. Have I for. not heard this? I don't know if you've heard, I know you've heard Dolly Parton sing Jolene before, right? Yes. Oh. <laughs> there is a uh, new version out there, the video for this. Uh, Cracker Barrel is releasing yes. a del- the store. The restaurant is releasing a deluxe version of her new album called Pure and Simple. Yes, and one of the things included in there is a duet between her and Pentatonix. Yeah, we're yes. very aware of this because oh, Taylor and Phoebe have been all over it for the last couple of weeks. They're pentaholics. Or yes, what? is that what it is? They're pentaholics, and they played it for us the other day. And you're right, it is good. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you, please don't. very good and it's really funny because our girls try to do the harmony with pentatonics and all that in it and they break out their ukuleles we're having a good old time at the house (laughs) and i was wondering why they were singing it in the first place because you know our youngest phoebe who's 11 is like this rabid dolly parton fan i don't Mm -hmm. know where it really came from but she came from dollywood yeah i guess that's where it started yeah and so, yeah, they were Beautiful. all over it. So, yeah, the, that's that's the thing. If it's going to happen with pentatonics, we're going to hear about it probably before it even comes out. It's worth yeah. sharing with everybody. I it's mean, beautiful. She still sounds awesome too. She does, and she's about to embark on a big tour. You know what? I wonder if they will make surprise appearances on a few of those tours. Ooh! Oh, that'd be cool. Or if, if they would just show them like on the video screen, yeah, singing along with, with her while she does right. it live. Exactly. Sam's Friday favorite. Coming up next, we're going to hear from you in the producer's mailbag straight from our Facebook page. We love having you along. In fact, join us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. You can call there or text. We like that too. You can reach us online as well. Download the podcast and all that good stuff. MurphySamAndJody.com. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. The producer's mailbag. Emily, what's in your bag today? We have a Facebook message from Kate. She says, good morning. Morning. On this morning's show, Jody mentioned sharing our costume ideas for Halloween. Holla. Yes. Also being a redhead. Oh, Kate. I'm trying to convince my two best friends from college, one blonde and one brunette, for us to dress up as the Sanderson sisters in Hocus Pocus. All Hallow's oh. Eve has become a night of fuck. Oh. Which children wear costumes and run amok. 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 Yes, 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 and yes, make them. Use your powers, your ginger powers (laughs) to make them because those are loved characters and I don't see them enough at Halloween. And you know Sarah Jessica Parker was the blonde? Mm -hmm. How funny is that? Mm -hmm. I love that Aren't they doing a remake of that or a sequel? I think they are. The the rumor with the capital R is that they're doing a, a sequel. Okay. We'll see. Um, and Kate, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, and then send us pictures. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Um, and you know we already have our Halloween costumes for my both of my kids, Jake, who will be four, and Todd, who will be one. 
Um, Christmas stuff again. Uh, uh-huh. Did you store bought off the bag, out the bag? No. How, how great is this? So last year, Jake was Frosty, the snowman, and he still loves Frosty dealer dearly. So guess what he wants to be this year? Frosty. Frosty again. Yes. Ta-da, the costume still fits. Oh, my god! I get gosh. to use it again. Well, what do you know? Yeah. How fantastic is that? And then um, enjoy You know that. what? That's going to turn into 10 years from now. And then there was the year mommy made me wear the same costume twice. <laughs> yes. She doesn't know that that's what it's going to turn into yet, but it is. <laughs> What's well, fine. Um, and then um, Todd's going to be Santa. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love it. So I love that. And this is like regular Santa, not evil Santa, right? No, this is regular Santa. Hey, there's some Santa There's PJs no such thing as what you just said. <laughs> well, she could draw the eyebrows on him. He becomes evil Santa. Stop saying those yeah. words together. All right. <laughs> I'm evil not, Santa. This is not like a clown situation, guys. Santa uh, is always good. Yes, yes, he is. That's very true. Kate, I'm sorry yeah. that went that direction, but good luck on the Hocus Pocus and reach out anytime. MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up, Sam's Behind the Lyrics. Hey, we're tackling Alicia Keys' uh, Girl on Fire. We're going to find out why she actually got sued for the song. Really? Mm. And Sam's going to take us on a trip behind the songs and the stories. Behind the Lyrics. Behind the Lyrics. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. The new season of The Voice debuted this week. One of the new judges is Alicia Keys, or new coaches, I guess I should say. Coach, uh, right. So we're going to tackle... I'm so excited that she's in that chair. Tackle Alicia Keys and Girl on Fire. Yes. Um, this is from her fifth album, also called Girl on Fire. Such and an anthem. Like, ladies, crank that up when you are facing <laughs> something and feel it. Well, she wrote it for herself personally. Yes. She said uh, going into the album, she felt like a caged lion is one of the terms she used. Mm. And she, she said she was t- tired of making excuses for certain aspects of her life. I don't know what those were. Right. I don't know if it's professionally or personally. But then she said this Essence Magazine article came out and they referred to her in the article as the girl on fire. And she's yeah. like, hmm. I like that. So she kept it with her for a couple months, and then it came around to, you know what? I'm going to be the girl on fire and break free from the cage. And and it had nothing to do with the Hunger Games, like Katniss no. Everdeen being the girl on fire? No, she said it, and she even said that. She said, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with the movie. They didn't want to use the song for the movie. It was yeah. just all mine altogether. Nice. So once she came up with all the lyrics she wanted to use, it's time for the, medley, the melody. And she said, as a girl on fire, she thought, you know, rough and, <clears throat> and you know, you got to make a statement. She wanted a nice drum beat to go with it, and her producer shared a bunch of samples with her. And she found this one from an old Billy Squire song. It's called The Big Beat. Funky. Mm. So that's and what they so, sampled for the song? Yeah, and so that's what she sampled for Girl on Fire. Listen. But she got permission. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That part she got permission for. But? Because there's another part shortly after the song came uh, out because of the, the line in there about Lonely Girl. Sounded too much, too similar to the song that came out. There was a chord in the 70s called Hey There, Lonely Girl. So they sued the copyright. There was a copyright infringement lawsuit because of that. She settled out of court. Don't know what the settlement was, but everything's... God, it's crazy that something now. like three Unreal. seconds long can be an infringement, right? Unreal. Thank you, Sam. That's Girl on Fire, Alicia Keys. Sam's behind the lyrics. Hey, coming up, Jody, I have something to give you before you head off to Vegas later today. Luck? So, well, well, something yeah, it's I Jody's want, Girls Weekend's about to kick off. Something I want you to do for me in Vegas. Okay. Jody's Girls Weekend kicks off this weekend, so she's off to Vegas. I'm at home with the girls and the mother-in-law. Yay! Who's going to have more fun? 
Jody, who's going to have more fun? You're going to have to at least wish me well and good luck without throwing that in yeah, once. You will have a good time. Be happy for me. And you, know, and you are welcome to have a weekend anytime you want it. I love my daddy-daughter time. Yeah. Uh, you're going to, yeah, they're going to go out to eat. They're going to go on dates with daddy. It's special. How about your daddy-mother-in-law time? You like that too? Yeah. Hey. You know, it's really funny. Jody says I can have the weekend whenever I want. Although hers is going to be a multi-day situation. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. wonder if I get like a quid pro quo here. Yes. Start adding up days. You, you need to let it go and let me go. Hey, Jody, um, uh, before you go to Vegas, I got to give you some money. Are you really going to give me money? Yeah. Well, I got a dollar and a 20. I don't know which one to part with. <laughs> what do you but want I'm to do with you it? I'm going to give you a 20. Okay. I want you to buy me a souvenir. <laughs> I'm putting it on what? Roulette? Yeah. Okay, and I'm thinking, red or black? I like 25. Well, no, I'm not going to do That's too specific. Uh, uh, producer Drew, uh, David always says go with uh, black. So I'll put it on black. Okay. Why always go wow. with black? I don't know. That's that's. So you you seriously wanted to put that on the roulette wheel, not like in a slot machine or something like no, that? No, because slot machine's going to take her a while. Okay, I'll video it for you, or I'll Facebook Live it. Yeah. Well, they won't let you do that in a casino. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I Way keep to get yourself in kicked I'm out. Sorry. Yeah. And your I'm, phone taken. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. That one, but we can't give it to you. Yeah. I keep forgetting that. So yeah, yeah. Don't forget that now, because not only will they kick you out jody they will take your phone from you so yeah. so you put it on black Gosh, okay. i believe it pays double you know you pick a so I'll, you come back with 40 bucks now don't get carried away with my money just stop it carried away okay i'll either lose it all or come back with it double you know what though if it, if it works on black let it ride one more time let's do black Are you twice. sure we yeah. have documentation that he said yeah. let it ride and sam is already succumbing to the temptation and it hasn't even won on round no, one not yet. Even no, going. you win it on black it'll be 40 bucks you let it go it'll be 80 bucks you, you get out or you won't get anything if i lose it just remember well, yeah. that's a possibility or you could come back and tell me um yeah i didn't win um yeah but i have these awesome <laughs> new shoes Oh, by the way, speaking of, I wanted to tell you, Murphy, yeah. speaking of my Vegas trip, my mom is planning to cook on Sunday for you guys. The oh, day is she I, really? Yes. Sweet. So. I'm almost as, as excited about that as I am to see if Sam's money actually turns into something bigger. You know what? If I do win, coffee's on me next week. Yay. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So, Sam, I was left totally speechless by a celebrity encounter. Cool. I, and this is not a fake celebrity encounter. The real it's one? It's a real celebrity encounter that happened yesterday, yeah. So, uh, Sam, I was left speechless by a celebrity encounter yesterday that I wasn't expecting. This is a real celebrity encounter, by the way. Jody knows about this already. It's um, very cool. Well, it was very cool, but it's. I thought it was really ironic because remember how two days ago or yesterday we were talking about how if I ever met Alicia Keys, I'd probably be speechless. Yeah. But That's I did not meet Alicia Keys, by the oh. way. Boy, that would be a coincidence. <laughs> I, mean, I was just joking about how, wow, a few things leave me speechless, but if, I'm, if I met her, it would leave me speechless. Well... Well, lo and behold, yesterday, I'm meeting with a friend of ours who's kind of, you know, has some record company relationships and all that, and I'm sitting there visiting with her in her office, and behind, I'm facing her, behind me is the glass window, and we're at mid-conversation, we've been in the conversation for 30 minutes, and she says, oh, wait, look, Corinne Bailey Ray's here, you want to meet her? And I just went, uh, 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 I got stuck, you know Corinne Bailey Ray. That was her first song, big album came out in 2006, and... She's that, a, by the way, that's a whole, that's an album. That first one, especially that you can listen to every song, and it's all good, yeah. all good. And that's the whole thing is, I mean, you know, her voice is just like this lark to me. Mm-hmm. Just all of her songs kind of start out with that soft. You know? 
and very soothing. Oh, she's British, isn't she? She's yeah. British. Oh, boy, I bet that worked even more, huh? It, it did. did. Well, she's speaking in the British accent. So I walk out there to say hi. and I'm Stop! Like, and I literally, I mean, I, I was like this starstruck teenager. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel good, does it? It no, doesn't feel good to be starstruck. I, actually, no, I was going to say it did. And you know why? I mean, even though, and I didn't, I don't think I made a fool out of myself. I just started asking her <laughs> questions. I didn't try to say things that made me sound stupid. But, um... It made me feel like a kid. It was kind of fun because, yeah. you know, when you get into parenthood and working every day, sometimes you're almost too serious in your life. And so it was That's kind of true. fun to be reduced huh. down to that feeling again, right. you know? That's true. And, but I was just... You know what? I That's couldn't a good get way past it too. I'm like, it. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> You're Karim Bailey <laughs> yeah, Yes, I am. Yeah, and she was just she so shy? so level headed, very quiet. You know, and yeah. I don't want to say overly shy, but right. just really, you know, awesome. I wish that I had more than five minutes, but <laughs> it was just funny because that was the last thing I expected in the place that I was. She normally wouldn't be there. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you get an autograph? Uh, no. Ah. Oh. Oh, but I did get a picture. Oh, so you want to put the picture on our Facebook page? Sweet. Yes. Okay, I'll do that. And, and she also has a new album out. Oh, the album actually came out earlier this year. Wow. And you know, she lost her husband, but she's since been remarried now. And so this this whole album is is more uplifting than the one that she had a few years ago, which was sort of like the expression of her loss. Man, but anyway, she's so ridiculously it was, it was good. So cool to meet Corinne Bailey Ray. Sam Jody, family-friendly box office review. Yeah, that's coming up next. And if you are all about Denzel Washington, then you're going to be all about this weekend. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Denzel on the screen this weekend. What? We're going to get to that, though, mm-hmm. because that might be the one you guys are waiting for. First, we're going to start with this really cute animated movie that's getting a lot of love from critics already with the voices of, and we'll see if you can recognize, Jennifer Aniston, Andy Samberg. It's called Storks. I'm getting out of babies and into package delivery. Cool. What is that? It's a baby. Aww. Storks don't deliver babies anymore. Okay, so I Andy recognize Sand- Andy, Andy Sandberg. Kelsey knows. Grammer in the beginning. With the ah, thing. that's who that Figured was. That okay. One. Okay, so Storks, you know, they deliver babies. And these storks in this story have to switch from babies to packages. But when an order for a baby appears, they got to scramble to fix the error and they end up delivering a bundle of joy. It sounds precious and looks precious. I like that a lot. Here you go, Sam. Here you go, Murph. A Western. You guys could go together. Since I'm doing well, a girls' weekend, we saw the trailer for this one. I don't remember which movie you and I went to see with the girls, Jody, but the trailer for this was in. Okay, it. Denzel Washington, Chris Pratt, Matt Boomer, Ethan Hawke. It's the Magnificent Seven. I have need of a man with your qualifications. I'm not for sale. I'm a duly sworn warrant officer. We need your help. We're decent people being driven from our homes. So you seek revenge? I seek righteousness, but I'll take revenge. Okay, Sam wants to say that it's Matt Bomer and not Boomer, but I'm sorry. To me, he's Boomer. Um, okay, I just, I'm focused right. on Denzel. Okay, now. yeah. Denzel this is, owns it when he's on the screen. This is a movie by Antoine, Antoine Fuqua, who made Training Day as well. So you know also a Denzel that kind movie. Of, exactly. Mm-hmm. About seven gunmen having to come together to help this poor village against these thieves. It's a remake of the 1960 Western, which was also a remake of a 1954 film. 
The Magnificent Seven. Stork is rated PG and The Magnificent Seven, PG's 13. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. All right, coming up next hour, Jody's got her Friday favorite. Are you guys ready? We're going to take you to NBC's The Voice. And it's not just Alicia, even though we're loving her and the no makeup this yeah. week. It's something that happened with one of the coaches that we never saw coming. Can I kick off this hour with something I have absolutely adored in entertainment this week? Yeah. Jody's Friday favorite. Okay. Earlier in the week, season 11 of The Voice kicked off. Mm. And it's a new panel. And I mainly, look, I'm one of these people. I mainly are, I'm there for the blind auditions. Once they start competing, I'm not, as my heart's not in it as much. And that's yeah. okay. So I love blind auditions. We had a Monday and Tuesday night this week. And... The new coaching panel is, well, Adam Levine, of course, Blake Blake Shelton on the other end. Their rivalry is as strong as ever. In the middle, you've got Miley Cyrus and Alicia Keys. And everybody thought Miley was going to be the big, oh, wow, of the week. And she's not. Alicia Keys, more people, when she turns for them, choose her. She's built a strong team already. You know, you got it or you don't got it, and you got it. And I really, really, really felt you, man. Everybody wants Alicia. I would want to be on Alicia's team. And she was doing that, her no makeup thing, which is lovely and brave and bold. She's made this personal choice for herself that she's not wearing a bunch of makeup anymore. In fact, Sam, I'd probably probably go sit in the chair with her. Not creepy at all. Um, Blake was ever as, you know, competitive whenever they were fighting for this one contestant. And you thought, I, we all thought they were going to go for Alicia. They seemed to have chemistry with her and am- admired her. Then Blake got her, got this contestant instead of Alicia. And Blake went right in front of her chair and, and did this. This coach is on fire. <laughs> that was so fun, but not my favorite moment. Oh, I know what your favorite moment is. Favorite moment. And Murphy missed this. So here you go. From the blind auditions this week. There was a young crooner who came out and started singing some tunes. Yeah. And Adam Levine was one of the ones to turn around for him. And then after it, you know, while well, well, the kid's deciding what to do, Adam goes up with a microphone and, and says, look, let me tell you how to do this kind of stuff. You've got to do it more easy. you got to relax. And he How's did it. lovely crowd doing? You guys good? I'm doing good, Someday. Adam Levine. Wow, that's good. When the world is cold, I will feel a glow just thinking of you. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. And the way you look tonight. Pass the scotch. <laughs> he went into it. Now, that he gave the mic to the contestant, Riley, for the other the rest of it, but he can just about, he can croon, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And that so was, did he wind up on Adam's team? Yes, he did. Smart kid. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. All right, coming up, going into our 24-hour voicemail, 877-310-4MSJ. A professor wants to weigh in on this helicopter parenting issue, guys. It's a fun Friday, and we have covered it all this week. Okay, Alicia Keys with no makeup, helicopter parenting, how to live with a relative, all of that. Go grab it. Even Brangelina. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Did I say it right? Brangelina? Yeah, it's Brangelina. I've yeah, never, not for long, though. I've never liked the meet, the melding of two names. That's why I don't well, do it. Well, neither did Angelina. <laughs> <laughs> you may get anything you may have missed online. You can subscribe to the podcast or go check it out, murphysamandjody.com. And also, when we cover all this stuff, we oftentimes, later in the day, 
uh, get voicemail, and we love to hear from you. You can reach out anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Concerning helicopter parenting, the problem I have as a college professor is some of these helicopter parents are still involved, and the kids are in their freshman, sophomore year of college. That, yeah... Mommy doesn't need to come to, to school with you, and you're big enough at that point to handle your own decisions. Mommy doesn't need to call me mm. about your test. Thanks. Wow. Oh, you know, I, my mama mommy. was still calling people when I was in my 20s, and I was fine with it. <laughs> what? Who was she calling? Murphy. Well, she called Sam one time to say I wouldn't be into work. Remember oh, that, Oh, yeah, well, that was a serious medical issue. Oh, well, that's true. That was a, a, a night overdone. Yeah. Well... <laughs> That's it's, not the same thing as helicopter. I wonder where Murphy is that this a, morning. That was a heads up. That's not calling to say, don't treat Murphy this way. That's not the same thing. Uh, you know, this makes me wonder, will this the parenting helicopter helicopter parenting thing become such an epi- epidemic that it is, apparently. one day we'll have grandparent helicoptering? I don't know. I think by the time you become a grandparent, you learn. Yeah, yeah. you're back off, Don't man. coddle there. Yeah. Don't care anymore. <laughs> All right, look, we love having you along. Call us. Text, leave a voicemail, uh, subscribe to the podcast. There's so many ways to get us, even on Facebook, murphysamandjody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. What has gone away? Goodbye from the American workplace. And if you think hard about it, we used to do this, and now we do not, guys. Okay. Smoke? <laughs> no, that's not it. Did you know that as a trend <clears throat> in the workforce in America, we don't go eat lunch anymore? Like, we eat lunch, but we cram desk? food in at work. How many times do we eat around here together, yeah. like in, in the studio or at our desks? Murphy and I ate at his desk the other day. was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, you know fun. what? There's like a, when you it's do sad. that, there's like a low-lying stress, I think, that goes with that. When you eat you really, out or when you eat in? No, no. When you don't, if you work straight through and sit in and eat in and you don't leave the building mm-hmm. for a breather, I think mentally that taxes you. I agree completely. When I first started working, you're, well... My first job was not that because you know my first job was at McDonald's and I worked the drive-throughs. That right. wasn't lunch was after whatever your shift. you want. Yeah, lunch was after your shift, and it wasn't at whatever you want. You had a certain amount of points, something like that. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah, so you don't get to eat whatever you want. You get like I don't remember, but you there got like, a number of points. A burger, three points. a burger was uh, less points than like a Big Mac, a quarter pounder, and the regular fries are about the same amount. And as if a you wanted burger. something else, oh. you had to buy it. Right, you got so many points to put towards a meal. They have to do that. Or their employees would eat all the food. So you can't do a Big Mac a day in May. I if you want to use all your points, yeah, yes. okay. but you don't get no fries. It's like Weight Watchers. <laughs> no, anyway, um, when I first worked, I guess my first really professional job was at an ad agency. You know, I was the media buyer, and we dressed up every day, and we would go to lunch almost every day. Me and one of the girls, me and one of the sales reps, or Mr. Matthews, our boss, we would go to lunch and have lunch, and it would be an hour or more at a restaurant. Really? Did he yeah. pay for it? Sometimes. Sometimes, nice. yes, because if it was huh. a meeting. An hour or more, that's like a martini lunch? Uh, not for me, it never was. And I don't think anyone else around us did. Sam and I used to do lunch once a week, and we'd get right. beer. Can't do that anymore, can we? No. But I mean, I guess, I guess that's a good thing. Maybe it's not such a good thing for the restaurant industry. Although, in lunchtime, see, we do we do it more. It's more social getaway. It's more rare that we go to lunch, I find. Or when it's like, I need to get together with a girlfriend, and we haven't seen each other forever, we go to lunch. Right. But apparently kind of, it used to be in the workforce a daily thing, like Mad Men. It's, it's kind of a, 
to me, that's an epidemic. And it doesn't mean you need to go spend a fortune every day on lunch, but being able to leave, even if you left for a half hour to get your head cleared, you'd probably be more productive for the rest of the day, right? Yeah, and it's more... Um, financially sound and smart to bring a lunch to bring your lunch even if you go outside to eat it yes coming up jody has your hollywood outsider more on the big brad and angelina breakup and how she apparently broke the news to him before she filed for divorce that's next jody's hollywood outsider it's a good thing their faces are so pretty because you might as well get used to seeing brad pitt and angelina jolie on the cover of every magazine right now including people from the moment that i heard that story it's like oh wow this is going to be tabloid times 10 you know and the people magazine one that it's available today simply why she left and apparently she sat him down a few days before she filed and said this is what I, i think needs to happen and let's file together and he was like no let's work this out and she's like no this is what needs to happen so that's why she went ahead and filed herself and apparently according to his sources and people magazine and other sources he is completely wrecked by this this is not what he wanted and told that he had gone to counseling to try to work on some of his issues Hmm. so we'll see i hope i mean these two are going to be in each other's lives for the rest of their lives because they have so many children together so people magazine saying they're giving you the real story about the breakup of brad and angelina jody's hollywood outsider you got sam Oh, the NFL has done something they've never done before. They've opened up Super Bowl tickets Don't to the general public. Don't get me started. Public. I was going to finish that sentence for you. <laughs> what? Nothing. They've done something they've never before. They've And I started to be sarcastic. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, okay. We All don't right, do that here. We don't get issuey like that. They're making Super Bowl tickets available to who? General public. Usually they distribute them through the teams. Yes. You know, the two teams that go get the most tickets, and then all the other NFL teams get a bunch of tickets. Oh, I didn't then... realize that. So they never sold them on the open market where if you Mm-mm. just wanted to go? Mm-mm. You know what? Wow, so you really were a VIP. That's great, were... and I know a lot of people have that Super Bowl thing on their bucket list, and I get it. I get I would want to be there once. Well, However, I do really enjoy watching it at home. Because well, you get the too. commercials, you get the best camera angles. Yeah, and and you know, and we had a friend of ours who went a couple of years ago. It was the year that Carrie An- uh, Carrie Underwood did the national anthem. Uh, nice. Do you remember that? I do. And it was really weird because his seats were behind her, but he said it actually wasn't as bad of a view as you would have thought. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Every time she stood up, uh, they're uh, they're selling uh, about ninety five hundred tickets to the general public. Mm-hmm. Here's the catch: the tickets start at fifty five hundred bucks. <laughs> So that'll cure most people right there. It's true. Up to $12,000. Now, you can buy just the ticket, or you can buy the little packages put together, like pre- and post-game parties, or get on the field after the game, all that kind of stuff. So let me ask you this. Could you Mm -hmm. fit two people in one seat and split the difference? (laughs) I guess not. No. No. It really has to be that you have disposable income for that. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. It's uh, Jody's girls weekend. You know, she's headed out to Vegas. Yes. And Sam is trying to cash in on it. You bet. It's Vegas. Find out how next. Jody's all set for her girls' weekend, and uh, we're going to be following the plight of Sam's $20 bill that he gave her a little bit earlier. <laughs> it's going to be a well-traveled traveled 20 and so Sam wants Jody to invest that money. Yes. Uh, I don't call on. it gambling. It's investing. Okay. Right? Uh, it's a chance investment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on black. Okay. On the roulette wheel. And, and you know the rules. You play it on black, and if it wins, you can play it a second time, and that's it. Okay. So... You, you either come back with zero or 80. All right. Now, let me ask you this. Does she have the discretion, if it wins the first time and doubles to 40, to say, you know what? My gut tells me bring Sam back double his money and keep it here. Mm-hmm. Or do you absolutely Just want her to spend it. it? Let it ride. Really? Yeah. 
Wait, what do you mean? I thought that's what he just said. I'm getting confused. Well, maybe you shouldn't have given her a 20. So <laughs> but I thought he just said, if it wins once, yes, well, do it again. Murphy's just saying, looking out for my best interest. Yeah, I'm just you saying. Know, it won once. Let's not push the luck, even though he said he play He said it. push the luck. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to push the luck once, which is exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason I'm not giving Jody a 20. And, and remember, oh, thanks, hon. Remember my promise, I buy the fancy coffees next week when you come back, if I win. If. Okay. If I lose, you buy them, Jody. Oh, okay. For doing you a favor. <laughs> right, that makes sense.